Please find a comfortable posture. Keep your back straight. Gently close your eyes. Take few deep, long breaths. Let go. Relax your body. Relax your mind. Now send your loving thoughts towards yourself, thinking, may I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful. Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. May all of my family members be well, be happy, be peaceful. Think of them individually, by names.
Now send your loving thoughts towards whole world. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Just have that intention into your mind. The word about loving kindness, what it means to you. Now slowly turn your attention to your breath. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully. Focus on your natural, ordinary breaths.
If you are distracted by a thought, a feeling or a sensation, bring your attention back, back to the breath for present moment. Again and again, each time, if you are distracted, bring your attention back, gently but firmly, to the spot where you experience that subtle sensation of the breath.
you want to change your posture, please change at any time. Please be kind to your body. No need to suffer. Now think to yourself, these many things that arise in my mind do not belong to me. When I think that they are mine to do as I wish, to cling to or to push away or to ignore, I generate enormous suffering in my life and in the lives of others. May I continue to develop great regard, respect and kindness towards many contents of my mind and my body. May peace be with you. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. Thank you very much. Let's do our chanting first. <coughs> Namo Dasa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Namo Dasa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Buddhaṃ Saranaṃ Gacchāmi Dhammaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Saṅgaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyampi buddhaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyampi dhammaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyampi Sangang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Buddhang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami 
ಗಚ್ಚಾಮಿಪಾದಿನೋ ಉಪಜ್ಜಿತ್ವಜ್ಜಿ ಸಮೂಸುಕೋ ಸೇಸಂತೇರಾಂತು ಸೇಸಂತಾಪ್ಯಾಪಜ್ಜಾಂತು ಸೇಸಂತ ಅನಿಗಾಂತು ಸೇಸಂತಿಹರಂತು ಮನೋಪುಂಗಮ್ಮ ಮನೋಸೆಟ್ಟ ಮನೋಮಯ ಮನಸಾಚೆ ಪದುಟೇನ ಭಾಸತಿ ಕರೋತಿ ತೋನಂಧುಕ್ಕನ್ವೇತಿ ಚಾಕಂವಹಾಪದಂ ಮನೋಪುಂಗಮ್ಮ ಮನೋಸೆಟ್ಟ ಮನೋಮಯ ಮನಸಾಚೆ ಪಸನ್ನೇನ ಭಾಸತಿ ಕರೋತಿ ತೋನಂಸುಕನ್ವೇತಿ ಚಾಯನಪಾಯಿ We believe. ಶ್ರೀಮಂತ <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, good morning everybody. Happy to see you all. But this is not my favorite uh, weather. <laughs> I don't like, the, you know, winter. So I'm not a winter person. So anyway, so today um, Tyler Lukey, our Blue Lotus president, he was planning to do the talk this morning. And so I called him, you know, I talked to him last night. He said he's extremely, you know, sick um, because of the COVID situation. And so then he said, no, I can do it. And so then we put in the Zoom and he was planning to do it. Even this morning, I messaged him, yes, I'm ready. I can do it. So now almost two minutes to start the meditation. Then he sent a message, Bhante, I cannot do it. So I know my life always full of challenges. Um, so just, you know, last two, you know, last night I had the class. Then after I come home, I was thinking, okay, this morning, you know, I'm going to be a student. Uh, I'm coming to the temple. I'm going to be a student. I'm always teaching. So I want to sit in the audience. I'm going to listen. That's what my plan. So the way we are planning things always doesn't work. In the last two minutes, he sent me a message, I'm sorry, monk, <laughs> and so it doesn't work, it's really challenging to talk. So now I have to talk. So, <laughs> uh, it's very interesting. Uh, last night, I was thinking to myself, uh, everything in life, it's like a circle, cycles. Right? Everything in life, it is cycles. Do you see that? You know, now winter is coming. It's a cycle. Life is cycle. Everything is cycle. But the problem with us, I call the delusional mind, we think life as a straight line. Start from here, we go in there. Life is not like that. Because it's a cycle, it's a cycle is so big. Cycle is so big, but we don't see that cycle, what we see, straight line. Why it is so big? I think if you see a cycle, life is easier for you and for me. I realized myself last night. When you see life is like a straight line, then always we are keep working to achieve that goal or go to the destination. It's a journey. Even this morning I said to Anna, where is Anna? Yeah, and I said it's a journey. So therefore don't think it's a, like a straight line. And also this morning I realized in that cycle everything is a challenge. Because I'm a person always facing to the challenges in my whole life. The day I became a monk until even this morning, I, I, what I did, I was facing to challenges. But I'm a good person in that sense. I'm very good to take the challenge. So this morning he said, no, within two minutes I had to figure out what I'm going to say to people. And so that's my nature anyway. Now I am talking. So anyway, today, you know, now I think next week, uh, October 1st, we are doing the precept ceremony. Anybody taking precepts? Oh yeah, I can see some people are taking precepts, but some people are under training, they are still thinking and processing about how we are going to take the precepts. Because English is my second language. Therefore, I, I speak in English, 
but I don't have feelings. Does it make sense to everybody? Because I am not born into this language. Because I can understand what people are telling me, I, I get it, but I, most of the time, I don't have feelings about it. But when I live in this culture more and more, I'm getting there. Like recently, I had the conversation with my, one of my brother monks, Sri Lankan monks, who is living here, running another Blue Lotus temple. And I said something in my language. He totally misunderstood what I said. I was thinking I did perfect. That's what I was thinking. I, I perfectly, I said what I want to say in my language. Then he was little, he took it a little personal. <laughs> and then uh, I was thinking, what's wrong? What, what I did wrong? I didn't do anything wrong. I did whatever I feel in my deep heart with love and compassion. I try to express my feeling. But I'm not angry or mad. It's a nice, loving conversation. But he didn't get the message. He was upset about it. He said, no, you didn't mean that. Then I know what I meant. But he doesn't see my heart. Then I was keep thinking, keep thinking, keep thinking. Then I walk with Vante uh, Amita in the evening American park. Then I said what exactly what I said to other monk. What do you think? This is what I was trying to say. Do you think what I said is wrong? Then he was listening to the language. He said, yes, you are wrong. <laughs> then he said, you are wrong. Then I realized, now, now, now I have an issue with my own language. Can you believe that? N now I have an issue with my own language. Why, last 30 years, being out of Sri Lanka, most of my time I'm going with you and this culture, now I'm confused with these languages. Then I realize when I go to Sri Lanka, also that problem happened all the time with my sister. My sister said, something wrong with you. Because, but my, I know my intention is right, but she totally gets the different meaning. Therefore, we have to be very careful. When I speak in English, I'm telling you, don't listen to my words. <laughs> listen to my heart. If you listen to my heart, you will get it. Otherwise, you don't get it. Because language is very confusing. Anyway, <clears throat> word, precepts. When you say the word precepts, as American Western people coming from the church background, what is the meaning you get, honestly, when you hear the precepts? We are going to take precepts. How do you feel? Commandments? Rules. Do you have good feeling about it? Be honest. Not at all, right? Not at all. When I say the precepts, I don't have any feeling about it. It's so funny, right? because it's not my language. I use that word because everybody using that word. Now think about, I'm very sorry, people use the F word, for example. So, if somebody use that F word, I don't have feeling. Why I don't born into that? When I was in Australia long ago, <laughs> 
So when I, you know, that time people are not used to the Buddhist monk many, many years ago. I was walking in the street in Brisbane. There was a man screaming and yelling at me. He said the F word. I don't know the meaning. You know what I did? I don't know. I was thinking I'm a monk. Somebody said something nice to me. I said, thank you. Then, they, actually, I am going to my ESL class that time. Then I went to the classroom. I talked to my teacher. You know, somebody said this word in front of all the children, you know, the students in the classroom. I used the word. <laughs> then my teacher said, don't say it is not good what you said. I said, I said, thank you. <laughs> now I don't say thank you anymore. <laughs> now, now I know the meaning, so... <laughs> So it's very interesting. Therefore, language are really difficult sometimes. So now, precepts has a very negative connotation, negative meaning. So, now I'm thinking, what is the word we are going to use then? Actually, when we are taking the precepts, we are not taking following rules. I am the person don't like rules at all. Because I broke all the rules, that's why I made the Blue Lotus Temple. If I was following the rules, still I am in a cave. Does it make sense to everybody? And I was in a very traditional Theravadin background way I raised, especially my home temple. I really appreciated that experience. And same time, I broke all the rules. It doesn't mean I'm harming to anybody, but I'm not that traditional person. Now you can see the blue lotus because of my breaking rules. <laughs> Otherwise, I am maybe in Michigan or somewhere else, sitting with the traditional Buddhist community. So I don't like rules. I think we all are following rules. For me, personally, we can discuss about it based on fear. We are following rules. Based on fear. Right after I became a full Lord in Buddhist monk, I was 20 years old. I was playing like a kid and 11 to 19. And so then my teacher said, okay, get ready to become a full Lord in monk. That means I have more rules to follow. When I was novice monk, I had 10. Now I have 228. <laughs> to follow, right? So then, the first day, right after I got my full ordination, after I come to the temple, I cannot move, I cannot talk, I cannot eat. Everything is very stressed out. Why? Structured, lots of rules around me. My teacher, I'm a new ordained monk. My teacher is very closely watch everything. I cannot go to the kitchen, I cannot take whatever I want, everything is organized. I was thinking, what a heck! I don't like it, I don't like it. I felt that night, I want to kill myself. This is too much. So the rules always really difficult for people, really difficult for people. So that time I had a really good friend, actually, um, October 9th, he's giving Dharma talk on Zoom, my mentor, uh, my meditation teacher. He's a lay person, but almost he's like a monk. So then I invited him to give a talk. 
And so I, I was talking to him. He said, they called me the little monk that time because I'm the youngest one at the temple. And so then he said, don't worry about those 228. Just forget about it. So he's very experienced person. He said, focus on your mind. Focus on yourself. Then all those 28s will be fine. Actually, after that moment, I realized I am so relaxed, more in peace, I am more content. So therefore, be careful with this word precepts. We are not giving you another rules in this place. But we are using that word, I think a better word for to use, mindful guidelines. We all are practicing mindfulness, right? So to follow that mindfulness practice, we are bringing some guidelines to make it easier. So somebody came to Dalai Lama as, you know, as from Dalai Lama, he wants to take the precepts. Then he said, we have basic five precepts. What are the basic five precepts? No killing, no stealing, no uh, sexual misconduct, no lie, no intoxication. Those are the five we are taking. So then he talked to Dalai Lama and said, Holiness, I can do four. I cannot do five. One I am always breaking. Then Dalai Lama said, then take four. <laughs> Forget about the you know five, take four. Then he said, if you know you always breaking them or breaking one, now you know how to fix it. So now think of how wonderful that answer. Giving more than you know, giving more stress to that person, he was making it very simple. So therefore, we are not following rules. Make sense to everybody? You are not following rules. Now think about we are driving. When we are driving, sometimes we are talking to people, then middle of nowhere we see there's a cop, you know, like a police, you know, there's a car. What we are doing? <laughs> we put our foot on a brake. Why? We don't want to get a ticket. Why we are doing that? Because we are following rules. Why we put the brake? <laughs> we have fear. <laughs> Why we have fear? Anytime we get the ticket. Now when we are taking the precepts, do you think Bhante Sujato Buddha get up from this seat and give you a ticket? <laughs> or you broke a precepts? No. We are not going to do that. So therefore you willing to do this. We want to try. If you are perfect, no need to do this. We all are imperfect. That's why I said it's a cycle. We are keep trying. We keep trying to understand it. Therefore, make it as a simple steps. So after you taking a precepts, if you are thinking, I'm going to do a perfect, definitely you are going to break everything. <laughs> Don't think I'm perfect. If you are perfect, no need to do it. I'm going to make a commitment, I'm going to try. That trying part is a big deal for me. If you can try it, then you fail, then start over. 
I think I wrote so many, all, even all those guidelines, I lost so many times. But good thing about in the Buddhist teaching, we don't go to hell. <laughs> good thing about the Buddhist teaching, we don't go to hell. Therefore, keep breaking them. I'm asking, keep breaking them. Don't have, you know, if you, I'm not asking you to break them. I'm sorry. If you break them, don't have a fear in your mind. That's what I'm asking. Now think about, there was a man, he became an enlightened human being during the Buddha. You know what he did before he became a you know, monk? He killed 999 people. Can you believe that? He killed 999 people. One day he met the Buddha. What happened after that? After he killed 999 people, he became the most enlightened, popular, enlightened Buddhist monk in the history. That means, how many people you killed? None. That means, you are very close to enlightenment. You are very close to enlightenment. They don't underestimate you. So most of the religions, they say, if you do this bad things, you go to the bad place. Buddhist teaching, we don't talk about like that. We always talking about the action and reactions. If you do this, it will happen to you. Cause and effect, causality. So, now today, not my favorite day, <laughs> we don't see sun, right? We don't see sun. What do you think? There's no sun out there? Sun is there, somewhere. <laughs> we cannot see it today, this morning. Why is that? Clouds, you know, there's lots of clouds outside. So maybe tomorrow or two days later, sun shining again. Same thing with your mind. Certain moment in our life, we are negative, we are difficult, you know, we are facing the challenges. But the moment you understand your shining nature coming out again. Therefore, be mindful. Uh, if you break a one precepts, you never go to hell. In the Buddhist teaching, we don't have permanent sinners. In the Buddhist teaching, we don't have permanent sinners. I was teaching in a prison in Pennsylvania. <clears throat> there was a man, and he is a lifetime in prison. When he was 18 years old, he killed somebody. His prison name is Kevin. So when I go to prison, he's good looking young man. He's like, a, he's 30 now. He was sitting with me and start to talk. He's so wonderful, so kind, very polite. Then I asked his story. Then he said, I'm lifetime in the prison because of my action. Then I said, now you are doing so good. You can go out. I tried, didn't work. In our culture, in our country, already they labeled, I'm a bad person. Even now I'm a good person, they don't see that way. Because I'm a bad. They label already. Therefore, very difficult to get out. Why? They permanently label this person. He's a bad person. Can you believe 
when i am not going there he is the one teaching mindfulness and loving kindness meditation inside the prison then he said i'm so happy about his practice he said bande i tried so many time to get out and as some help didn't work finally i surrender i have my life here i have good people here i'm helping those people i'm enjoying my life here i'm not thinking to go out he made his life so now what i'm asking you if you want to follow these guidelines better to have little bit more awareness more mindfulness if you are perfect with your mindfulness practice actually no need to follow the precepts why you are not breaking them at all <laughs> because your mindfulness is so weak your awareness is so weak that's why you are losing your mind it makes sense to everybody so when you get more mindfulness it means you get more wisdom into your life without wisdom you cannot practice those guidelines so it is interconnected sometimes we take the precepts and go in this direction sometimes we are cultivating more mindfulness and coming this direction and meet in the middle so it is the way i understand those practices based on the character some people get it right away with the mindfulness practice then they no need to take the precepts some people had to take the precepts and step by step you know 1 to 10 they had to climb so what i am suggesting you today listen to your inner self have a conversation then make the decision okay now i stop from here you can ask question about precepts and how do you feel what are the doubts you have what are the questions you have the people who take the precepts or people you stop no not at all but you know it's very interesting for me you know using languages you know many hundred years later how language is creating problems and so i will tell you example jason is here no right and so lord yeah okay jason here long time ago i don't know jason you remember this remember we were doing um, a sutra study in my you know the apartment in crystal lake everybody coming to blue lotus like there and so one day when maybe tard was here to there too when we are talking about the sutra study that time again my language is very low i just read the book and get the words and then i use the words then i want to talk about you know i use the word faith because i learned that word from the book that was the translation i used the word faith then everybody made their faces <laughs> we i asked why we don't like that word faith you know we don't like that word then later i was digging to more information i try to understand myself the language and the meaning what buddha was trying to say then i realized the best word is not the faith confidence is the best word faith and confidence has a big difference right confidence come through your practice now think about like this now in my spiritual journey i am practicing as a monk somebody will come to me and said bante you are so stupid don't do this 
don't do this you are wrong i don't feel bad why my confidence is higher than everything i really feel my journey is very clear to me it is not clear to other people how they know about my journey so therefore i'm fine so therefore the precepts are not religious at all nothing to do with the religion it is to do with something about mindfulness practice make sense okay anything else yeah <coughs> This is what I'm doing now. I have my own explanation about the precepts, but traditionally they are not agreeing with them. But doesn't matter for me. It makes sense. Doesn't matter for me. It is always matter how I feel. How because I, if I am the one following them, I have to understand. But when I go to the traditional environment, I adjust because I want to help and I want to support, but I'm not agreeing with them. they are not agreeing with especially when i go to my home temple i always in trouble <laughs> in sri lanka because i am very different the way i am thinking is different way i am doing thing is different but now i can see now in the process of my journey is so funny to tell you this now they are little by little coming to my basket why so many years when i am really trusting my inner self I did my job. If I even always shaky about my journey, then everybody is shaking because I really deeply believing I am doing right. When I'm st- starting the Blue Lotus Temple, my all the mentors and teachers everybody was against me because everybody was thinking I'm doing something crazy. But anyway, I did it. Now I'm the best. <laughs> I'm the top now. You know, I'm the best. I'm the top now because that's how they appreciate me now. Because my teachers, I have a couple of teachers. They are talking about me all the time. They are getting the all the credits, but I'm the one did all the hard work. But I'm very happy to give them a credit because they are the, my beginning. So it's very challenging. So, but my inner practice is the more important thing. not other people what they think you make it sound like the opposite of a cult <laughs> right thank you <laughs> thank you sometimes you know in the beginning many people think i'm a cult leader you know so we i'm doing thing because i'm totally against to the uh, normal rhythm in the society what they are believing because i'm not the believer like that i'm very different opposite of thinking you know remember couple of time i said to you my ordination teacher one day he told me you know because of my nature like that you born into this world wrong time that much he was stressed because of my my action how i am thinking how i am doing thing now is totally opposite now they are thinking i, I did right so any other question about precepts challenges i know <laughs> i know so what i'm asking you take the precepts then try it yeah
-hmm. Okay, so give me a little bit more. What do you say, Jason? Okay. Mm -hmm. Cycle. Okay. Okay. I totally understand. You know, it's very challenging things we were used to do, our behaviors, our habits, very difficult to break. Because we see some comfort in those habits. Even we don't like them. Yeah, it's fear. Yeah, exactly. So therefore, Remember, I think Wednesday night, I said, break the part. <laughs> you know, break that habit. But it takes a little time. Sometimes it's very challenging. Now you are keep thinking, keep thinking, th keep thinking. I was like that. I was always thinking something wrong. My teacher is th thinking like that. My neighbors are thinking like this. My parents are thinking like this. I felt I'm like a stuck middle of all those problems around other people. I was keep thinking, keep thinking, keep thinking. One day I came to the conclusion in my mind, I don't care <laughs> what other people think. I broke everything. I push everything, everybody, what other people think, what Sri Lankan people think, what Buddhist people think. doesn't matter for me. Now I am by myself. Now I feel more content, more joy, more happy, uh, more peaceful, sleep really well, and helping so many people. I said, what I'm asking you, break the part. Whatever you build, destroy everything and walk away. And relax and shake it. <laughs> That's what I did. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, Maria. And also, uh, one time when we are talking about the precepts, one person came to me and asked, Bhante, I can take a precepts, but drinking wine is in our culture. Even the church, we are drinking wine. Is it okay if I drink wine? Then I was looking at that person, I did, sure. Why not? You know me, right? And so I said, sure, why not? Then I said, but can you stop after one glass of wine? Then he was kind of pause, start to think. Then he said, no. <laughs> I said, that's the problem. 
drinking one glass of wine doesn't mean you are going to kill yourself. But if you are drinking ten, <laughs> that is the problem. Now you, are, you can see where is the mindfulness, where is the draw line. So, you know, now think about the same thing with the ice cream or other stuff. Even one ice cream, okay. You know, I, ha- I saw the one man eating ice cream from the container. He's scooping like that, eating like shoveling, you know, everything. Then I was thinking, that's the issue. Eating ice cream is not the issue. How much you ate? So that's what I said, mindfulness practice is very important. Now, if you think it's a rule, then you cannot enjoy your life. You cannot go to a party. You cannot talk to people. You cannot go vacation. Why? Everything is structured, you know, doing fear base. Why? I Therefore, please enjoy your life with precepts. <laughs> I don't know, mindful guidelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please, uh, if you want, consider. And if you have more questions, please ask. Anybody else? Any, any comments? Okay, good. Tessa?